Beautiful. They're so bad. And I look at the list of where they are that drop so much. Nice American gravy. Oh, gosh. All right, well. Steph Curry is the fourth best point guard this season. Okay. Unanimous MVP be damned. This is basketball! Basketball is my favorite podcast. I like it when they talk about nonsense. This is... Basketball. <laughs> That probably was good. <laughs> All right. Hello. Oh, welcome God. to another edition of Basketball. As always, my name is Brad. And I'm Ray. And we are here to talk to you about the NBA, as if anyone's listening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's for sure. <laughs> we like to pretend people are listening, though, huh? I know I'll listen. Yeah. Well, I'll listen when you talk. Yeah. I listened to this about four or five times. Oh, yeah. Each one. Yeah, to get it all right and edited and stuff. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, Big, big stuff today. Uh, We're going to talk about the state of the thunder and the jazz. We're going to do two truths and a lie. We're going to talk about the games this past week. And then, no, we're not. No. We're not going to talk about the games this past week, no. are we? No, no we but we, it. we are going to t- talk about your top five. Right. In a certain position. And did he say 60 points? I think he did. We're going to yeah. talk about that. Yeah, we got to talk about We that. have to talk about that. A few big that. things. A few big things we got to talk about. Also, we're going to talk about the worst teams in each conference and how I would fix them, mm. which doesn't mean anything. Well, it might mean something. So, let's talk about old Westbrook. Yeah. Seven triple-doubles in a row, six and one in the Seven triple-doubles. Now, a couple podcasts back, I asked you a question. I said, do you think that Westbrook is going to average a triple-double for the season? And you said no. Did I? You I don't, did. I don't think you listen to our podcast if you think I said no. I thought you I said, said no. I thought you said I he said, can't keep it up. I don't know. He could. I don't know if he can keep healthy or whatever. Okay. I didn't say, so I didn't keeps, say no. There's no way he's not averaging a triple. So if he keeps healthy, if he keeps healthy, okay, okay. Because as we go on, it's looking like he could do it. It's I looking think, like he could do it. I don't know, man. Now he's, he's doing good, but. Now, unfortunately, that that seventh triple double he lost. <laughs> yeah, took they a, lost took the a game. Absolutely horrid shot at the end. Yeah, he did, and in the end was the end was one hundred two to ninety nine. Close game. Yeah, that's why that shot was so stupid. Like, yeah, he could have he could have kicked it out to Roberson or Oladipo. Because Oladipo was doing was doing yeah. pretty good that game. This man takes a contested three and. Misses wide right by three feet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sure he'd take it back if he could. But man, that game was close, like the entire time. Though mm-hmm. it was a, that was a good yeah. Game. I was really surprised Harden actually showed up to play last night. Yeah, he did. He had like twenty one nine and twelve or something. Yeah, he and, played well. And then, like we said, 
Seven triple double in a row, man. Yeah. It's making it it's making it hard to to not just have faith in that guy alone. He's carrying the team. I don't know how. His team is not good. <laughs> He's they are not good, man. I don't understand it. Oladipo is so inconsistent. Yeah. And as Cantor got dunked on last night, mm. I don't know. That's not that good. He got dunked on by a white guy. <laughs> Sam Decker. He went to Wisconsin, Brad. That's how white he is. He played basketball <laughs> at Wisconsin. Yeah, well, you know that... That that stereotype, white man can't <clears throat> jump. That's just a movie, man. Well, I guess we're gonna need to add a new one. Turkish guys can't play defense. So. Oh, oh, that used to be your guy too. Inez? No, I hated him. Cantor's? He is terrible in Utah. He had the shittiest attitude. Oh really? I thought you liked him. No. Nah. Mm-hmm. Nice to meet you, Ray. We're just now meeting each yeah, other. Yeah, we don't really know each other. Well. <laughs> we don't really know each other. But I thought I thought you liked him. I guess hmm. I was wrong. No, I didn't really like him. He well, kind of had a bad attitude in Utah. Yeah, he he's not living up to my expectations for what I had for him this season. <clears throat> well, you had lofty expectations. I didn't know why you were mm. you were expecting that crap from him. I don't know. I just thought he'd be good. I think I got swept up in the whole stash bros thing. <laughs> and I knew Adams yeah. was good. He's he been is. good, yeah. He is. He's been good. And so... Stash bros, so. Yeah, I got swept up in that. Yeah, I think you did just a bit. <laughs> just a bit. I was looking at t-shirts. Nice. I was thinking about growing a, st- a stash. Asking if I could join him. Wow. But I, I didn't. I don't think you can grow a mustache, personally. Uh, I can. I can grow okay. a mustache. It's like the, the mustache is good and the and the chin is good. I could grow good goatee, but I don't want to. I want to grow a full beard, and I just can't do it. So, anyways. I'll never feel sorry for you again because I didn't know you could grow a good goatee. Yeah, I could, yeah. I grow. I don't ever want to hear you complain. <laughs> never. All right. We're at six minutes. We haven't talked about anything. Right? Yeah, we haven't okay. talked about okay. anything. Let's talk about the Jazz. Let's, okay. Since we're talking about Cantor. Okay. Let's talk about the Jazz. Let's go for it. A bunch of sissies, man. I'm sorry. They're losing. George Hill had a sore big toe out three games. Yeah. Three games. Yeah. Gordon Hayward jammed his finger out the Warriors game. Rodney Hood set out the Warriors game. Why? I don't know. <laughs> Alec Burks. Still hasn't played since, like, All-Star break last season. Like, I just don't – and it was only, like, a six-point game last night. But when you have to start Joe Ingles as a starting small forward of an NBA team, it's not going to be a good game. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Those guys get paid way, way too much <laughs> to sit out because of a yeah. jam, finger, That's what I just don't a hurt toe. Like, George Hill had missed – He's like 31. He's played played since like 05 or something. He'd missed like 43 games since 05, and he's already missed a ton of games. Yeah, what's his deal? He's already missed maybe like eight games. You know what I think? Do they are they going for the lottery? 
No. No. Are you sure they're not calling it in? Yeah, I'm sure. We went out and paid Joe Johnson $12 million a season to come in. Yeah. We traded for Boris Diaw. We traded a good lottery pick for George Hill. We're not going for the lottery again. And what's We're there? going for championships. Oh, yeah. Doesn't look like it. Hurt no. toe. When, now the thing is, the thing is, with a broken when they are healthy, though, when we've been healthy, we won four straight. But they are healthy. They are healthy. When, okay, when they're, they're on the court, when they're play. healthy on the court instead of healthy on the bench, we yeah. won. I don't think we've lost with like a lineup of Hill, Hayward, Hood, Gobert, and uh, Boris Diaw. Against what teams, though? Well, like. Uh, we talked about it last podcast. It was like Denver. Yeah. Maybe. Oh God, I can't remember. I can't okay. remember what it was. But it was like four, like pretty good teams. Yeah. I just i I expect more out of those guys, and I know you do. I know you do. To well, not. I mean, I do, but I, I got to understand and the injuries and stuff. Like our. I consider Derek Favors to be the best player on the Jazz, and he's played like two games or something. Yeah, and he's just been injured the whole season. Like we've had to start Boris Diaw and Trey Lyles, who's like a second year guy. So I can't expect too much of them. Like I get angry when we lose to like the Heat or something, mm-hmm. but like when we lose to the Warriors and we had like four starters and like our five of our six best players out with injuries or something like, I can't be mad at that at that effort that's crazy but yeah. it is frustrating to just watch like all the pieces be there at separate times like Hayward's healthy when Hill isn't or Favors isn't back and I don't know Burks won't probably won't come back until all-star break and which is crazy because they could be doing much better than they are yeah they I mean they look great in my opinion like they you've got the the Warriors the Spurs I think the Clippers have lost a lot of games lately, but I think they'll get it figured out and they'll be the three seed. And I think the Jazz will be the four seed. I just don't know who's going to be better than the Jazz. Like I don't think the Thunder will be up there, or the Rockets, or the the Grizzlies maybe. But after that, I think it's just wide open. I think the Jazz have the best combination of youth scoring, of veteran leadership and defense and stuff. I think it's just there for the Jazz to take, and I think they're just about to go to go for it when everyone gets healthy. Now, speaking of the Clippers, they played Golden State earlier this week, didn't they? Yeah. Okay. Are there any fights? I wish. Usually there are, isn't there? They have, like, they have yeah, like a there's some physical bad rivalry. <laughs> Basically, Draymond Green and anyone is a rivalry. <laughs> and he's got to stop. Yeah. Some, they got else, they got to find him. <clears throat> they got to suspend him. They got to do maybe even both. They got to do something. He's hurting people on purpose. Yeah, I just don't understand how he can say that it's like a natural movement. Yeah. Like, that's not a natural part of your jump shot. Like, why the hell are you kicking that foot up like that? Last night when we played a pickup game of basketball, I tried yeah. that jump shot. And you don't – it's it, – it's like work. it's something it's you natural. have to go practice. Like it's it's not it's so unnatural that you have to practice it to be able to do it. It's he, weird. He kicked Harden in the head on the downstroke. Just 
It's like it was like something you would see on a fighting video game, <laughs> where he went up, and then leg coming down, back of the heel, to his head. Boom. Yeah. Yeah, that was some Mortal Kombat ish. Yeah. Right there. Someone. <clears throat> someone's got to stop. Now speaking of them though, Golden State. It's they're making it very very difficult for me. To find reasons to not like them other than the fact that they're just good. Like, they're making it very hard. I still don't like them. I'm not gonna like them. But, man, they just have some good players. No, shut up. They do. No, don't you go all full homer on me. Uh, I don't like them. Last night, or I guess it was the night before, on Thursday night after the Jazz Warriors game, Draymond Green and Kevin Durant went into their press conference and they were making fun of the Jazz coach for calling a timeout when they were down 10 points mm. in the final minute. They're, they're so just they're, like, yeah, I think the exact quote was, you're down 10, bro, just give up or something. Yeah. And I'm like, F that dude. Yeah. He's a coach. There's a reason Draymond Green's a player, not a coach. Yeah. They're not good people, it seems. No. I was on KD's side most of the time, but he's a bitch. Yeah. He's a bitch. <laughs> I was never on his side. Never. I own the man's shirt. I yeah. own his shirt. Yeah. But he's he done me dirty with that comment, man. <laughs> and then, but the thing is <coughs> that something happened. Something happened this week that we're going to have to talk about. Was it Clay scoring 60? Is Clay scoring 60? He scored 60 points and he touched the ball for like 88 seconds. He dribbled 11 times during How? That. How did he How do How do it? you not guard that? I don't know. And Why don't you just put one person to guard him? It's not hard to do. He, he scored 40 in the first half. Mm-hmm. He scored 40 points he played, in the first half, Ray. He played 29 minutes. He did not play the fourth quarter. He he didn't even play all the third. Now, here's the thing. This is why I'm mad about it. I mean, good job, Clay. Congratulations. I know you're listening right now because your ego is so big. Anytime you hear anything about you, you got to tune in. I understand. So good job on your second career high. Um, which, by the way, he didn't play fourth quarter in his first career high either, did he? What was that one? Uh, I don't remember. Nah, I, don't I think know. it was he scored 40 or something. Okay, not bad. But, anyways. Yeah, but he, uh, both times, I think in an interview he said two times I had career highs, didn't get to play in the fourth. Yeah, he said he could have scored 80 if yeah. he had played in the fourth. You know what? And he was riding a hot hand. Yeah. I, I believe that. As much as I don't like them, I believe he could have. Now, uh, the, he he was able to score that much. He scored 40 in the first half. Now, what we were talking about yesterday when we were watching that high school game is, is a certain high school coach, the second half, after halftime... He gets out coached, right? Right. And he gets out coached. Why? Because you know how the other team's playing. You know who's good. You know who's bad by the half. 
So you switch up how you defend those people. You switch up how you defend those players. You're like, this is what we gotta do in order to to stop this guy. But they didn't do it. He scored 40 in the first half and they didn't stop him. They didn't switch it up. Yeah. Why? Why didn't they who just was that have... against? I don't remember who that was against. Pacers. Was it the Pacers? Yeah. Oh my god. Their coaches are getting paid millions of dollars to let Clay Thompson score 60 points. That's crazy. The Pacers. I watched the highlights of that game. Do you know the It was like it was like a 10 minute uh highlight reel. Pacers had five highlights. Maybe six. That's pathetic. They destroyed him. They did. I mean, just when it comes to when it comes to highlights. Alright. The, the end to that score. It was a high scoring game. It was like they scored like one forty or something. One forty two to one oh six. Okay, so let's transition from that into <clears throat> a little player named John Wall for the Wizards. Okay. You know much about John Wall? Mm-mm. You know much about the Wizards? I know that they're not doing too hot this All right, season. so the day after Clay Thompson scored 60, John Wall scored 52 mm. in a loss. He scored 52 points, and the Wizards still lost. How? Because he was the only one scoring? 52 points. He had eight assists. He had 52 points and eight assists, and they still lost. who they play? I don't know. It wasn't a good team by any means. It was maybe like the Timberwolves or something like okay. that. Okay, Timberwolves. Yeah. <laughs> so. But we didn't hear about that 50. Why? Because they lost. 60. No, they lost. No well, gives, they lost. No one gives a too, crap that they lost. No, that's not true. I saw so much stuff about Clay scoring 60, and I saw like three pictures or uh, like whatever Sports Center posted about. John Wall scoring 52 in a loss. Mm, I'd be mad if I was him. And for that reason, let's let's transition into worst teams and how to fix them. Okay. That's why it. the Wizards are the worst in the East. Whew. 76ers, be damned. The Wizards are still going to be worse than you. They have like... A, I don't know. They got a lot of youth, but they don't have... A, a coach to develop them. Like, they haven't had a coach to develop them since John Wall was drafted. So I think they just need to blow it up for the most part. I think they've got, like, a 32-year-old center named Marcin Gortat. I think they just got to get rid of him. I don't know what they do. If they cut him, if they trade him for cash or a second-round pick. John Wall's 26. He's entering his prime. He's leaving in 2019 if they don't do something. Mm. He can, I think he can opt out in 2018, actually. I think he can opt out and then be a free agent that summer. He's gone. He's gone. He is not staying there any longer. I think you've got to trade. you got to trade Gortat. you got to trade Bradley Beal. Like I've, you've heard on our shooting guards, Yeah, I'm not high on Bradley Beal. you got to trade him. you got to get what you can for him now before the teams realize what he is. Mm-hmm. They got to trade Marcus Thornton, who's old and a shooter. You got to trade Gortat, like I said. I think you trade Bradley Beal to the Sixers because the Sixers are shopping Nerlens Noel around. John Wall and Nerlens Noel have that Kentucky connection, so I think uh, Nerlens Noel, being such an athletic big and a good rebounder and defensive player, I think he fits great with John Wall in with uh, uh, like Kelly Oubre and 
Uh, shoot, what's their starting small forward's name? Oh, uh, Otto Porter. So I think he fits well with them. So I think you just, like, you got to get rid of Thornton, trade him to, like, a team like the Clippers or someone who needs, like, a kind of a, a big wing player that can play a little D and shoot. And then I think you need to trade Gortat to someone like the Cavaliers or the Spurs or the Warriors or someone like that, just a contender that's looking for a little bit of a bench presence. And then, like, really at this point all you're doing is unloading veteran contracts for picks or whatever you can get or young players. So I think the Beal for Noel trade is the biggest possibility, and I think it should happen. I think I don't think, like, a Beal for Noel straight up would work, but I think, like, Beal for, like, Nick Stauskas and Nerlens Noel would be, like, more likely. Hmm. So, that's just, I mean, obviously I'm not a GM or anything, and I'm sure the Wizards won't do that because they're, you know, they're wildly mediocre and they're going to continue to be that way, but. <laughs> <coughs> so, that was my rant. Okay. 52 and they lose. It That doesn't make sense. <clears throat> That just doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't make sense at all. No. It doesn't make sense. Do you have another team? Yeah. Okay, what's your next team? We'll go to the West, (laughs) and it's the Mavericks. (laughs) Mark Cuban. Come on, man. What are you doing, Mark Cuban? You know we like you. All right, so Mark Cuban. I think what the Mavericks have to do, they got to get rid of Bogut. I think they just dump him to a contender for whatever they'll get, like pick wise or a young player. I think, man, you got to cut Darren Williams. You got, or I mean, trade him if someone wants him. But at this point, I don't know who would want him. You got to let Dirk play out this legacy contract, this Kobe contract they gave him, and then you just got to move on. You just got to move on from that because it's just hurting the franchise. And so, <clears throat> I think. You got to get rid of JJ Barea, Devin Harris, and Wesley Matthews if somebody calls at the trade deadline and wants them. So I think like the future should be like Seth Curry, Dwight Powell, Harrison Barnes, and Justin Anderson, and then whatever great lottery pick they get this season. Because mm, you know they're going to. <clears throat> yeah, at this point they're like top three. Yeah, they're like top three in a great draft. So I think it's like they keep signing these like just good enough veterans to be in the playoff hunt. Like, they're just going to be crap for so long. So, like, you got to get rid of Boga. You got to get rid of Berea, Harris, Darren Williams, Wes Matthews. I mean, let Dirk play out that contract or whatever. But after that, then you got to go with, like, the youth that you have. Like, they have some good young players, but they, like, they're just, it's like a log jam with the, like, you got the younger players that are not quite as good as the veterans, but the veterans are Overpaid, like for the younger players, can do the same thing on a cheaper contract. Mm. One thing I'll say about that team, though, like Mark Cuban, there's a bit of controversy with Mark Cuban because they asked him, like, are you guys just gonna start? Are you going for just are you gonna call it quits? Are you gonna call it quits? And he said, no. He said, we will not call it quits. We will not play to lose. We will try our hardest to play to win. And I respect that. Because as bad as they're doing, like, they're not going to quit. I think that's good for the team morale. I think that's good for the franchise. I think it's good for other other players 
on different teams to see that because if they're gonna if they're gonna be a team that's just like having a really rough season and just call it quits, what's their chances of of any good players like real contenders to want to come and play for that team? Well, I mean, at this point, you're not wanting the veterans to come play for you. Like you're trying to get like the young guys in the draft, or like you're trying to find an undrafted gym like. Dwight Powell or Seth Curry. Yeah, but I mean... In the future, like, in the future, you want the veterans to come play for you. But right now, if you just keep signing the Wes Matthews or whatever they've been signing, then it's just going to be... continue to be mediocre. Well, I feel like it's the same for those guys. Would you want to play for a team that's just like, okay, we're having a, a rough start, so let's just call it quits? Well, I mean, if you get drafted to somebody like the Mavericks who have missed the playoffs like one time in the last in Dirk's career or whatever I don't think it's as big a deal as going to someone like Sacramento who is just dysfunctional as hell mm. like they say okay well we're rebuilding here they'll go to to the Mavericks and they say well we're a part of a rebuilding effort here you know they go to Sacramento or like Phoenix and they say what what is your direction here because there's not a direction but if they were to get rid of Berea, Harris, Williams, whatever. If they were to get rid of all those veterans and then go with the youth and try to get like younger guys in there and stuff, I think like like Harrison Barnes and stuff, like they would be happy to be a part of something that's going to be bigger than them. Mm. Like bigger than what they are now and they're building toward their future. Whereas like the other teams, they don't exactly have that direction. Okay. Alright, I can see where you're coming from. Like obviously free agents don't want to sign in Sacramento or something, but I think Dallas is different just because of not only Mark Cuban, but also, like, their past success. Mm. You know, like, they won the title in 2011, which is, you know, like, five years ago. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah, I guess you're right. To me, how I was thinking of it is it's just, like, I kind of I kinda have uh, a competitive nature. And so it's just, like, if you... If, if you have a past history of just saying like calling it whenever you're having a rough go then you're probably just gonna call it when you have a rough go again and even if you have like a good potential team of like you said like new new gems coming in and then they're not really meshing well in the first half of the season and then it's just like you want to throw your hands up you know i don't think think they're Throwing the talent or anything? No, they're even, not. Even they like, won't. even I mean, even if they got rid of those guys, I don't think they'd be like tanking or whatever. Even I don't even think the Sixers tanked. Hmm. Like, they traded their veteran players for picks or whatever. Like they did do that, but it's not like Brett Brown was going out there every night and not playing Nerlens Noel, or he wasn't playing Michael Carter Williams when he was there, or he was keeping Jaleel Okafor on the bench last season. Like he was putting. The best players he had on the court, but the front office wasn't giving him a lot to work with. Mm. Like Brett Brown and the Sixers weren't tanking. Like you can read uh, like accounts from Elton Brand. He was like uh, he used to play for the Sixers, and then he went you know went elsewhere or whatever. And then he came back to the Sixers last season and like a mentorship player role. And he was like. I expected to walk in here and everybody have their head down or whatever, but he goes, I walk in here to, like, world-class facilities and every player's upbeat. Like, every player's just excited to come play every day. Mm. So, like, it's not like they're tanking and everyone just hates being there. It's just the front office is trying to make these moves and Brett Brown's just working with what he has. And, like, you know, 
Like, you see him now. Like, they signed Gerald Henderson or whatever, who's, like, an older dude. And then they got Dario Saric and Joel Embiid and Sergio Rodriguez. And, like, they looked better, but I just don't think that they were – that Brett Brown was tanking, mm. you know. Like, they weren't going out there to lose. So. Okay. I see. I just don't like that term, I guess. Yeah. I don't like it. Because, I mean, the way people use it isn't right. Like, I don't think they use it in the correct context. Like, when a team, like, last season, they were like, the Lakers are losing the game. Like, the Lakers are tanking. I'm like, no, the Lakers just suck. Like, <laughs> it's it's different between tanking and sucking. Like, if the Cavaliers wanted to get, like, a high draft pick and they just sat LeBron and Kyrie and Kevin Love all season, that's tanking. Mm-hmm. When you don't have a player that's better than Nerlens Noel, that's not tanking. That's not having a good team. Yeah. So. Yeah. I just don't think they use it in the right context. I'm sorry. That was a rant. No, that's okay. That's okay. We wanted that. Okay. All right. What we got next? Uh, let's do two truths and a lie. Okay. Two truths and a lie. Let's okay. do it. So I went a little. I'm trying to mix it up. Classic and current players. So I'm going to read you the three. You got to tell me which two are truths and which one is a lie. Okay. Uh, <laughs> hold on a second. <laughs> <laughs> We have two lies and a truth. Okay, that's fine. Uh, okay, so we'll switch it up. Two lies and a truth. Then. All right, good. So I'll, <laughs> I'll I'll try and find my odds. Yeah, I think yeah. they're better. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so number one, Dwight Howard is the active leader in career rebounds. So of every player that's active in the NBA, he has the most career rebounds. Okay. Number two, John Stockton who holds the all-time record in career assists and steals, is the only player who holds two all-time total records. Okay. At number three, Blake Griffin was taken three picks after James Harden. And so there's there's two lies here? Two of them are lies. Two of them are lies. One is... because nah, I messed up. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. So, I'm not very good at this game. We've only played it one other time. I got it wrong. Yeah. So, we're going to see if I can make it... 50-50 for this. Over 11. Or over 11. <laughs> That's what I'm shooting for. Over 11. Uh, so I'm going to... Uh, I'm just going to go with my gut here. Okay. I'm going to say the John Stockton one is true. Okay. You lock that in? Ooh, I'm locking it in. No. Dang it. I know it. Uh, Dwight Howard is the leader in active Shoot, er, active leader in career really? rebounds by that's, a mile. That's the last one I would by have picked. a mile, dude. That's the, the last next closest one I would is pick. maybe Zach Randolph. Uh-huh. I think Dwight Howard may be like eleventh. Zach Randolph is like nineteenth. Mm, John Stockton. Stockton has two. <clears throat> Kareem Abdul-Jabbar has three. Shoot, he has uh he is the career leader in points, field goal attempts, and field goal makes. Really? Yeah, and then Blake Griffin. And James Harden were taken in different drafts. So. Okay. Griffin was like, oh, eight. I think. Yeah. Shoot. Maybe. I think, and then James Harden was like, oh, nine. Shoot. I'm so bad at the games we play. I like it, though, man. It's, it's, <laughs> they're uh, fun. They're fun. They're, they're educational, which is part of what this podcast is for. Next, we got another kind of educational. So, somewhat. I mean, it can be. 
called, you know, your opinion. Yeah, uh, it's, <laughs> this especially. Yeah. This so so we're going small position. forwards today, right? Yep. So going best small forwards. small forwards. Four man, Todd. Now this is definitely the hardest one. Yeah. Like, this is way harder than point guards even because like the four that I have just missing yeah. should be in the top five. Like all of them should all all nine of these players should be in the top five. Mm-hmm. So it's my just missed Gordon Hayward from my Jazz. Mm-hmm. Dude just missed too many games so far. Wiggins, Andrew Wiggins from the Timber Pups. Uh-huh. I cannot forgive how bad they are. He's not been good in their losses. Dang it. Paul George from the Pacers, same thing. Missed too many games already. And Carmelo Anthony. I can't put him in there over these other guys, even mm-hmm. though he should be up there. He should. Because all he does is shoot the ball. All he does is score the ball. But he's not efficient. He's shooting terribly. He's He's not shooting well. And not only is he not shooting well, but he's not scoring that many points. He's seventh among small forwards in scoring. Mm. Seventh. And that's all he does. That's all he does. So I can't put him up there. I just can't put. So there's no Mello, no PG, no Gordon Hayward, and no Wiggins. So mm. Who's that leave? Well, we're about to find out. Jimmy Butler. Small okay. forward, Chicago Bulls. All right, he's having a pretty good season. He is, yeah. He made a... Transition from shooting guard to small forward when D Wade signed. So I expected him to have a little more trouble transitioning than he has, but he's done great. Yeah, he's doing good. Yeah, he's shooting. I mean, he's still not shooting well from three, but, you know, he's scoring 25 a game regardless. He's pulling down six rebounds. He's dishing four assists, 46 from the field, but 36 from three. Like, he's just a super consistent dude. Like, you can just put whoever on him, he's going to do his thing. Like, in his, they're eleven and nine. In his wins, he's scoring 25, 25, seven and four. In his losses, twenty six, six and three. I mean, like he's just super consistent about it. So, like I kind of wanted to put him higher over some of these other guys, but like I don't think he has as big of impact on his team with, with like D Wade and Rondo there and stuff. So I gotta put, gotta put him at five. Mm. So next, I'm ready for you to say this name. <clears throat> next. Giannis Antetokounmpo from yeah. the Milwaukee Bucks. Antetokounmpo. I've been trying to practice. Antetokounmpo. <laughs> Antetokounmpo. Giannis. He just call him Yanni. <laughs> dude, he has a brother that plays in the league, too. Yeah. Thonis. Is that? Thonis. What, does he have a nickname? The Greek Freak. Greek Freak. Mm-hmm. He's killing yeah. it, too, isn't he? He didn't they, used to, didn't they used to call this guy the Greek Freak? And oh, no, this gave, guy is. Oh, this guy is yeah, the he Greek is. Freak. He is. Okay, didn't they call his brother the Greek Freak for a little bit, and then they gave it to him? No, no, Giannis came in the league first. Okay, okay. Yeah. So. But, man. Yeah, he's, man, he's having a great season. Yeah, like, he is. He's averaging 22 points, which I guess isn't that impressive, but when he's shooting 52% from the field, it's super impressive. He's scoring, or he's rebounding 8.6 a game and 6.1 assists a game. He's technically a small forward, but he's more of a point forward. Like he really, he's been playing a lot of point guard this season. Mm. So, like he's doing, he's just another like Jimmy Butler type that he just does his thing. Like he doesn't care what the other team does, he's gonna do his thing. Like in wins and losses, he's like twenty-two points, eight rebounds, six assists. In losses, twenty-one points, eight rebounds, five assists. Like his shooting percentage is way up in wins at 58% from the field. Mm. But in losses, it's 47%, which is still an incredible percentage. 
So, like, he's just... He's just... I don't even have words to describe, like, how good he is. Like, he is so good. He's got the longest arms of any person I've ever seen. He has the craziest Euro step, dude. He can just dunk all over fools. He can block any shot that goes up. He's just, like, the best player in the... He's the second best player in the Eastern Conference. Ooh. That's how good he is. Dang. He's they played the Cavs twice this year, I think. Uh-huh. In both games, he had more points, rebounds, assists, steals, and blocks than LeBron. <laughs> That's how good he is. Yeah. That's insane. He and, is insane. And you have him at four. So explain that then. Why do you have him at four? Uh, the Bucks are just mediocre. Like yeah. he does all he does all he can for the Bucks, but like they're still ten and nine at the end of the yeah. day. So, like the the next three, I mean, are no surprise, obviously. And there's no way I could put him put him above these guys. Yeah. So, even though you probably want to. Oh, I do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> one and two and three all just piss me off. <laughs> like I just don't want any of them. Wait, why here. is three? Why is three make you mad? Well, Kawhi Leonard from the Spurs. Yep. I don't know. I don't know why. Like, I guess I like, I'm a traditionalist basketball fan, whatever. Like, I like the pick and roll and kind of boring basketball. But Kawhi Leonard takes boring basketball to the next level. Like, he shows no emotion. Mm. Like, homeboy, he hit a game winner the other night against, like, Orlando or something. Smiles. He hits the game (laughs) winner. You know, you got LeBron, like, tearing his chest open with his hands to expose his beating heart. And, like, Kawhi Leonard, like, Smiles. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, that's just crazy. Like, I just want, you know, I like Giannis because he'll, like, dunk and then he just starts yelling and shit. Yeah. I don't know. Quiet. He's too boring. Like, I like boring basketball, but he takes boring basketball to an incredible level. <laughs> I don't know. So. But you got him at number three. Yep. And, you know, all these small forwards are just consistent as hell. Like, in wins and losses, 24 points. In both, in wins and losses, six rebounds and wins, five and losses, three assists and wins, and one and losses. So he's just like, they're 17 and four. They haven't lost a game on the road yet. He's just killing it. Like, he's doing great. He's shooting 45% from the field and 38 from three. He's just doing his thing, even though it's super boring. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. He's, I mean, he's having a great season. I'll give him props for that and a great team, but. Super boring. <laughs> Super boring. Yeah. Okay. All right. Oof. One and two this, is this is hurt. controversial. This one's gotta hurt. I don't know uh, <clears throat> any time that LeBron James hasn't been the best small forward in the NBA, but this season he's not. Mm. He's number two. They're fourteen and five. He's averaging twenty three a game, nine assists, seven rebounds, yada yada, whatever. Forty nine percent from the field, which is way lower than what he shot in the past. Mm. Usually he's shooting like. 55% from the field because all he does is dunk it. Yeah. So, so what's going on with him? He's shooting more jumpers. Okay. He's kind of deferring more to Kyrie and Kevin Love to get inside and you think slash. He, you think he's been working on that jump shot of his? He's been at least since 03. You better have been working on it. Please. Well, I mean, he doesn't do it. He doesn't do it much. He doesn't have to. He gets yeah. catered to. Mm. He can just dribble in the middle. They look at him and the refs blowing the whistle. They don't yeah. want baby boy LeBron hurt. Yep. Flop. Flop king. Mm-hmm. Not LeBron. Yeah, LeBron. LeBron. He's a flopper. <laughs> he's just, he's consistent. I mean, I'll give him that. And his wins, he's scoring 23, 10 assists with 8 rebounds on 50% from the field. 
losses is 22 points, six rebounds, five assists, uh, six assists, five rebounds, and 49% from the field. Mm. Like, you just can't shake LeBron. Like, even as good a def- defender as Kawhi Leonard and Paul George are, like, you can't stop LeBron. You can barely slow LeBron. Mm. So, he's number two, and uh, uh, unsurprisingly, Kevin Durant is number one. Mm. So, he's just he's on another level than he was in Oklahoma City like he has so many more weapons to take the heat off of him enough that he's scoring 27 points a game 8 rebounds 4 assists he's shooting 56% from the field he shoots jumpers Brad 56% from the field (laughs) this is the new NBA that's like DeAndre Jordan level all DeAndre Jordan does is catch lobs from Chris Paul that's like his percentage and Kevin Durant's a sharpshooter. He's shooting a higher percentage from three than, like, let me look. It's got to be one of these guys. One, of, He's shooting 42% from three, okay, which is almost as good as, like, Kawhi Leonard shooting from the field. <laughs> like, he's just crazy. Like, and in their losses, like, I would always, on the other list, I got on to, like, Steph Curry and Clay because they were non-existent in their losses. And their three losses, his scoring goes up from 26 points a game to 31. His rebounds go up from 8 to 9. And his field goal percentage goes down only to 53%. Hmm. So he's still shooting like a big man dunk at every possession percentage. Now, we've tried to, we've tried to determine this before. Who's MVP on that team? It's, it's Durant. I mean, it's got to be at this point. Now here's here's something I I hate to admit, but from what I've heard, this might be the case. He might just be happier at Golden State than he was in Oklahoma, and not because of their win loss record. I'm talking just because he might like the guys better. You know, he might have he he might have more friends here on this Golden State team than he did. And so you know when you got a happier player that they're going to they're going to play better, and so that just might be the case here with Kevin Durant. He might just be happier. At yeah, State. I think you're right. I think like the relationship between Durant and Russ was like everyone always just kind of assumed that they were bros or whatever. But when you think about it, like Durant is single. Westbrook's been married since college. Mm. You know, like, Durant wants to go chase some tail or whatever, you know. And now he has, like, Draymond and Clay to go do that with. Mm-hmm. They were just like, if you're going to have two superstars on a team, like Russ and KD were, like, they just, they have to mesh well. And, and they, they just didn't. didn't. Like, they were just at different points in their lives. They, like they pay, had different they, priorities. They played good together. And then, well, yeah, I mean, they did. But, and I mean, the priorities and, and what have you, like, it just tore that team apart eventually. Yeah. And when they traded Harden, like that did too. Like Harden was his dude. Like that's what they did. Mm. Like they were running around Oklahoma City or whatever. But when they got rid of him, then. And I think I've heard stuff about like they would they would practice together. <laughs> but if they were there together just alone before practice, like they'd be on opposite sides of the court. Like they didn't really. I feel like they're public relationship was friendly, but maybe their private relationship wasn't friendly. And 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 so <clears throat> Kevin Durant wasn't as happy as he is now. He's playing better now. 
he's probably gonna stay as long as most of these these Golden State players stay. Yeah. He wouldn't surprise me if he bounced around the league, but you, oh really? Hey, especially if he wins a title here like, this season with them. Hmm. I don't know. Well, he's we know having a great season. Go. I already give him that. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. I'm still not. I'm still a hater. Yeah. I probably will be. I don't season. like him. I mean, I don't like him, but best small forward in the league. Second, third best player in the league this season. So yeah, gah. you got it. I mean, you got to give him the credit for what he's been doing. Yeah, yeah. Especially you because you were saying he can't maintain those stats. They're gonna go way down. He's gonna score eighteen a game. Well, a game. you know what? You know what I thought though. I thought that the booze. I thought that the media hate. Oh yeah, would get him. Yeah, I remember you saying that. I di- I thought that because he can't really handle that stuff from what I saw, but he also didn't have other aspects of his life as happy as he is now. Yeah. So whenever that stuff is boosted, from what I assume, he's happier off the court here than he was. Yeah, and he's there. definitely happier on the court, too. Yeah. You can just tell. And so, because he's happier in all other aspects, maybe the social media stuff doesn't get to him anymore. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, maybe you're right. Which is great for him. You know, not very good for people like me, who who is a Kevin Durant hater. <laughs> you know? But, yeah. you know, also, on the other hand, I am a human being. I don't really want him to be depressed or anything. So, I think he's doing good. And I'm happy for him. I'm not happy for me as a Thunder fan, though. <laughs> so. Alright, what we got next? I think our last segment is Brad's pronunciations. Oh! We only have three today. I said we're going to go down to three, so they're on your paper. Yeah, yeah. So We're uh, going down to three because it's hard, getting... It's hard uh, to find them. Yeah. It's hard to find them. Okay, so the first one... Is uh, the white center from Gonzaga? He plays for the Boston Celtics, and his name is Kelly. Oh, yeah, that's the first letter. Yeah, yeah, Kelly O. Let's just call him Kelly O. Well, Kelly O. Ayo. No, no, not gonna work. No, pronounce it. Um, I'm gonna say Kelly O. Link. Ooh, Kelly Olenek. Olenek. Yep. Dang it. Second one is a guard from the Washington Wizards, who I'd never heard of before I looked up the roster. Thomas... Hmm. I'm going to say... Satornsky. No, it's just, it's pronounced just like it looks. Sadoransky. Sadoransky. Sadaransky. Thomas Sadaransky. Sadaransky. Well, I ain't watching the Wizards, nah, man. Nah, I ain't either. All right, last one is a forward from the Magic that I had also never heard of before I looked at the roster. Um, Arnez. <laughs> That's wrong. <laughs> That's wrong. Already. Nah, try that last name. Though. I bet you can get it. No. <laughs> Why? You watch anime, don't you? That's like an anime last name. No. I watch like... Maybe two animes uh, my whole life, okay. and one was Pokemon. <laughs> All right, you want to know his name? Oh, oh, Nanku. 
Arenze uh, Onu, Onuaku. Onu, that does sound Arenze like something Onuaku. that would be yeah. in a Japanese anime. Yep. Man, um, I did great in podcast one. <laughs> I don't, well... I didn't yeah, get them okay, all right. All right, you did all but right. But compared to the rest of yeah. the podcast... Man! <laughs> Those names, dude. I just, just don't... Just wait until I run out of current players. I have to go to... Well, <laughs> like, Drazen Petrovich level names. Yeah, right? yeah, you can say some of them. I'm not going to remember them. I know. Golly. Uh-huh. All right. I don't even think they've been that hard lately either. I don't know. That game gets me. I feel so much pressure for that game. <laughs> That's probably my favorite part. Honestly. Yeah, I know. It's probably the two people that listen to it, other than you and me. It's probably their favorite part, too. Funny to get get me like that. I just can't. I just can't do it. But we'll keep going. We'll keep going. We'll keep going with it. It's too fun. I feel like... I'm not the only one that this happens to. Oh, no. You look at these names and you're just like, what the hell is that name? I don't know <laughs> what that is. I mean, what? <laughs> or, you know, like, <laughs> whatever. It's like, it's like they basically, their parents, they wrote down the alphabet, shredded it up. Each individual slice of paper has one letter of the alphabet in it. Put it in the hat, shake it up, take a handful of paper, throw it on the ground, and and they just line it up. That's your name. <laughs> Do it right there in the hospital. That's your name. Fine. I don't get I mean, it. I don't think that works in America, but most of these players are foreign. You may be right. <sighs> yep. That's how I bet that's how it works, man. I think that's you're, probably. I think you're onto something here. I think. That's how I'll name my kids. What are you going to name your kid? Lightning McQueen. Lightning McQueen. All right, great. <laughs> we better get famous. We better. Yeah, because only famous people can have yeah, things like yeah. Lightning only McQueen. Only famous people can name their kid Blanket. Yeah, Blue Ivy and A Direction. Apple. Northwest. Northwest. <laughs> All right. Pray for Kanye. Yeah. Thanks for watching this episode of Basketball, and uh, we'll see you next time. Bye!